This is Captivating Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake. And this is a Movie Mayhem episode. We're doing Naked Gun. I think it's two and a half. Two and a half. Which... So we have another half episode? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I guess okay. so. We did the first Naked Gun because we've been working on our OJ series. And we have a dark sense of humor. And That's dark why. sense of humor. And Leslie is... Still killing he it. He is yeah. grandfather to all of us. He is... Uh, he was... An American treasure. He really I, was. I, I say the guy does not get his dues. I agree. We talked about the uh, Naked Gun and the Police Squad in the first uh, first episode of the series, but I think he should have done more movies. Yes, he sh- he should have. I think I think what it was like everyone. It seemed like everyone just saw him as the funny guy. He could have played serious. I think he could have done some serious stuff, and it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been later in life. Like, he was getting these, like, close to B-rated movies. You know what I mean? There was you one, think one good it, movie, though, uh, that one of our favorite directors directed him in, and it was his last movie he directed. Yes. Dracula. Dracula. Dead and loving it. Yes. Mel Brooks' last directed now, movie. Yeah. Which didn't come off good. But after watching Leslie Nielsen, I kind of want to watch it again. I know. I kind of do, too. Dude, yeah. I think, but, yeah. like, if, to me, it's just, like, you see him in... The third scary movie. Right? See, I never stopped. I watched. And, I stopped watching after two. And to me, it's like he was fantastic in it, but it was almost like he was wasted in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then he did that superhero spoof movie. I didn't see that one, which I saw again. He was fantastic in it, but he was wasted in it because he can. He does so much good work that your these movies were like they did go in theaters. And they were their first one made bank, but like to me, when you get to scary movie and you do three, four, and five, they are so close to B rated movies. You know what I mean? They drop in quality, they drop in quality. quality. It's not good. No, now where like that superhero movie that honestly could have been a a straight to DVD movie, probably was. Uh, Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, but I can't even remember the name of it. Probably, but I just, probably superhero movie. I th- yeah, actually, I think it was or super something, whatever, something stupid. Be- I know they have because st- the the kid like was bitten by a dragonfly. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not good. It's not good. So here's the opening scene of the Naked Gun Two and a Half. We start off with an aerial shot of Washington. As the credits go, we focus on the White House. We continue at the White House as we see a fancy party taking place. We have the president and his wife walking down the stairs. Frank hits on the hits the first lady with the door, and already we're into the funny comical <laughs> gags. From one gag to another, it winds up being a physical humor smorgasbord back to back. Guests surround this table are introduced, and the names are hilarious already. At the same time, Frank is also breaking down the largest lobster known to man. Like, it is... it Is Is it o- from the it's fucking overly, Jurassic period or what? It's overly too big. But what... That's what she said. Do you want to know something? I saw one just as big up in Maine. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like the shell and everything yeah. was hung on the wall. Yeah. And it said like... World's largest lobster. World's largest or something. Yeah. So they do get that big, but I love how, I love how they made it 
purposely. Yeah. And he's like making so much noise. And, and it's like, going all over going the all butter over or whatever. Place. Yeah, it's all over They're the trying place. to be serious and there he is like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the opening gag is what makes these yes. movies great. It's like a cold open. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's it's like a cold, cold open. open. Yeah. So here's our IMDb disclaimer. We take a lot of information from IMDb because it's a great source of information for our episodes. Yeah, tons of information. So here's our fun facts section. The, the pictures displayed, displayed in the Losers Bar <laughs> include the Hindenburg, the RMS, I'm not sure, the uh, Listowania sinking, the 1906 San Francisco <laughs> earthquake, the Ford Easel, the DeLorean, the Hubble Space Telescope, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to rewatch it look yeah. at all of the pictures. Weird Al had a brief role as a thug who holds up the police Princeton at gunpoint in the seas. He says, okay, pigs, show me your prayers, followed by Frank <laughs> slamming the door and knocking out Yankovic out. I didn't know that was Weird Al. No, I didn't either. I got to look oh. I gotta back and look at that one. The stunt coordinator asked Al uh, at the uh, point if he wanted to wear some padding, and Yankovic recalled O.J. Simpson felt sorry for him. <laughs> the opening, I did not know that was Weird Al. He must be under makeup because I couldn't tell. Or it was so quick. Right. It was a very quick gag. It was gag. a quick, quick little gag. The opening credit, credit sequence ends with Zaja Jabor slapping the police car. This spoofs a 1989 incident in which Gabor was arrested for slapping a police officer. Oh, no way. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, Lloyd Bachner spoofed his own performance in The Twilight Zone to serve man. Oh, I didn't know oh. this. In a panicked crowd late in the scene, uh, this guy is carrying a large book to serve man on the cover and is shouting, it's a cookbook, it's a cookbook. Oh, my God. This episode seemingly means aliens come to eat humans. But the guy the fact they get this guy in there is hilarious. Robert Goulet played uh, Priscilla Presley's villainous love interest in this movie. In nineteen seventy four, her ex husband Elvis Presley shot his television uh, because of Robert Goulet appeared on it. Oh, that's Funny. That is hilarious. Oh, that is that is really the television funny. that was shot is now a collector's item. Why not? Yep. That's cool. Yep. I didn't know that. I one. wonder if that was like, hey, just to let you know, like my ex husband shot ex-husband TV. My ex husband shot a TV because of you. Yeah. Weird Al appears in all three movies, but this is the only one where he doesn't appear as himself. Okay. I didn't know that. That's yeah, because neat. we like. I did not know that was him. I wonder if that was a thing. Like, they got to get Weird Al in right. every time. The nuclear device that uh, Frank trips over towards the end of the movie is similar device to that used in Goldfinger. There are additional lights in the cabinet, and this display is made up of numeric LEDs. <laughs> okay. Robert Goulet was the special guest star who was killed off at the end at the start of Police Squad episode three. No shit. Headlines on the cover of the weekly World News tabloid thing read: uh, "While guarding Drebin and Manimir, legless boy somersaults uh, two miles to save dad. Strict parents." Father sells his teen girls into slavery to make them behave. 
Militant anti-smoking group lamed after a trick cigar blows off man's head. <laughs> Pitbull eats mobile home. Oh, a- nice. Ancient dinosaur attacks and levels uh, native village. Don't exercise. Take it easy. Live longer. <laughs> the lonely heart. Man goes shopping for a new bride. Like, there's so many. I didn't even oh, notice I these. I didn't even notice those. I'm going to, like, I'll rewatch and have to pay attention. They have stuff. to freeze frame. Yeah. Right. When Frank requests to cut in to, uh, and dance with Jane, the person she was originally dancing with was Mel Torme, was known as the Velvet Frog. Huh. He must have been a dancer. The paper that Frank hands to Habsburg during the dinner party, which shows photos of Hector Savage in a pay, is a page taken from the 1960s yearbook of Myrtle Beach School, South Carolina. Huh. Huh. The love scene between... Leslie Nielsen and Priscilla involving a pottery wheel is a send-up similar to a more romantic scene in Ghost, starring Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. The movie was directed by Jerry Zucker, co-created the Kentucky Fried movie in 1977, and he also co-created Set, uh, Airplane in 1980 and Police God with his brother, who directed the movie, David Zucker. Nice. That's a mouthful. But I, I do love that, like them picking on Ghost. It's hilarious. so good. During the ghost parody scene, the footage of a train driving into a tunnel and fireworks exploding, is that used the same thing in uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yep. Uh, The second issue of Weekly World News, the thug guarding Drebin and uh, Menemir has the following stories. Corpse explodes in casket. Horrified families (laughs) flee funeral (laughs) home after bizarre blast. That's... Could you imagine if that was real? That would be hilarious. Hubby's suit charges. Wife's chain smoking makes our kids sick. <laughs> Incredible new medical discovery. Sneezing increase, increases your bust size. <laughs> Reincarnation. My dead wife came back, but as a goose. <laughs> Come on. That was great. She eats like a queen on $15 a week. <laughs> the the ship Hapsburg Valleys. And the television commercial making fun of uh, hiring process of tanker captains are references to Exxon Valdez oil spill, which took place in March 1989. That's hilarious. The spill resulted in 11 million gallons of crude oil being dumped in the sea. Exxon Valdez was the original name, followed by Sea River Mandarin, and eventually just Mandarin uh, of the tanker owned by the former company. So they made fun of a oil spill. Okay. The book passed. Uh, Dr. Menemir stroking the love muffin. is in the <laughs> <laughs> At some point, we got to name that on another title of an right. episode. Is in, fa- <laughs> is in fact the original A-Team book by Charles Heath. While two pages are clearly visible, only the top two paragraphs on the second page, 191, is edited tailored to this particular scene when Barbara Bush has her seat pulled out from under her, a, a secret agent says gray lady down this is also a name of a movie uh, about a sunken machi- a sunken submarine with starring Charlton Heston <laughs> uh, Brian Michael Stoller mentioned his in his book filming filmmaking for dummies that he played a role as a gorilla when lieutenant 
uh, when Frank Drebin crashed into the zoo. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I also think it's funny that there's filmmaking for dummies. There's everything for I'm, dummies. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Lieutenant Frank, uh, Leslie Nielsen's character, and Captain Ed are talking to uh, Ted Olson about the clues found at the crime scene, the class, the glass door behind them has squad shown backwards since it's facing into the hallway, but the upper lettering has DC police and room written in reverse. <laughs> body count. Okay, there's a body count. 28, two are in, uh, impaled by Frank. One is just regularly impaled. <laughs> the figures of Barbara Bush and Winnie Mandela, both played by actresses, seen in this film in real life, passed away 15 days apart in April 2018. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Priscilla Presley and George Kennedy, both, yeah, we already talked about this in the first one, but they both started in Dallas. Um, Priscilla played Jenna Wade from 1983 to 1988, while Kennedy played Carter McKay from 88 to 91. Presley left the series in order to star in The Naked Gun, the first one. Weird Al and John Rourke uh, both appeared in this film in Al's El Dirabish parody. Here's Johnny. John Rourke can be here screen impersonating Ed McMahon. The Jane no, the number of Jane's apartment is three D. <laughs> at the twenty three minute mark, the villains have a meeting at the docks, and one of them is is looking at a newspaper. The headline says Minimir's Guide to U.S. Energy Policy, and below to the left is Elvis spotted buying a condo in Aspen. This is a nod to Priscilla and Elvis, who were married from sixty seven to seventy three. There's a TV commercial for Terminator, parrying Terminator 2 in this movie. <laughs> I didn't even see yeah. that. What would have been funny, right, if if they made the third one, if, if they did this? You know how 3D was like this thing, yeah. right? What if they said the third one was in 3D, but it wasn't? And made you wear the glasses anyway? Like, made you wear the glasses, and all the actors every so often just like, reached out to the camera and stuff and then you realize that it was just a gag the oh entire my god time. that would have been I, like I wish, that, I, I wish a movie would do that i, I do wish, too i like, wish like you have to pay extra for the glasses there's specialty glasses <laughs> and there's no gag and, and then it's like at, all. at the end yeah. oh hey by the way this movie was never it was just the credits <laughs> yeah, it's it just, just the credits <laughs> you're watching the whole movie there's nothing you're like wait wait did you see something i didn't see anything yeah. and you get to the end and it's just the credits in <laughs> 3d and you just that that's that what see that's what they need to do they need the long they haul need, gag they need movies to play gags on the audience yeah that's what they yes need they do. do so here are the actors we got leslie nielsen again priscilla presley george kennedy oj simpson robert goulet that's really yeah, that's just really the heavy hitters. A weird Al again, and yes, of course, weird Al. So here's the budget. The first time around, it was a little bit smaller. So the second time around, since it made some money, maybe they got a little bit of boost in the budget. Twenty three million dollars, not, not too bad. bad. So I I bet like, of course they're gonna pay Leslie a little bit more. That's right, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So it makes sense. The gags usually in sequels, the gags are a little bit more extreme. Yeah. So opening weekend, twenty million. Which is bad. Like they almost it's made, decent. They almost made their money back just it's the really, first open weekend. Gross worldwide, 
I'll, we'll round it up to $87 million. Yeah. So it still makes money. It still made money. Yeah, which is really good. And then, of course, no wonder why they made a third one. That's because right. Because it's still making money. So where was it filmed? Uh, St. Lane, Victory Pier, San Pedro, Los Angeles, Washington District, Columbia, um, Beverly Hills, and Los Angeles. So it wasn't really that far. So here's my favorite segment. The year it came out in movies of that year. This is going to be a tough one for you. 1991, we have The Naked Gun 2.5, our current movie we're talking about. Yep. Rocketeer. I love Rocketeer. I like the Rocketeer, too. Father of the Bride. I love Father of the Bride. Adam's Family. Yep. Silence of the Lambs. See, that's, see this is even this, this is, is just t- as tough. This, this is, is a tough one? Tough. Okay, so now, you've got The Naked Gun 2, Silence of the Lambs. Two different... I, I think I would probably see Naked Gun 2. Really? Yeah, mostly because it's to me it would be like date night type of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you could take I've a date night. I've to... already seen the first one. Yeah, so I know what I'm getting into. That's right. Where Silence of the Lamb, I, again, like I've taken a date to Silence of the Lambs though. I'm more into horror movies than like my wife is. Yeah, right. So it's, I don't think she's seen Silence of the Lambs. No. Yeah, I don't think she's seen it. It rubs the lotion on its skin. Unless oh, she knows like the lines, like the stupid little lines, but she doesn't know where it's from. Yeah, I don't think she's ever seen so, it. So Adam's family, Naked Gun Two, the first Adam's family. I think it would be Adam's family. Adam's family is really good. It's really good. Father of the Bride, Naked Gun Two. I do like Father. I of the love. Bride. I do. I, even, I'm a big Steve even Martin. Father of the Bride Two is really, really good. good. I like Steve Martin. Yeah. So I might choose. I might choose the Naked Gun Two over the Rocketeer. Though. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I every, like Rocketeer, but I think Naked Gun, Gun 2, 2 would, would be, be above it. Yeah, that's right. But Father of the Bride would beat Naked Gun 2 and Adam's Family. And Tim, they'd all be on the same sort of boat. Did you hear who they signed? Who? For the new TV series, who? Adam's Family TV series, Wednesday. Oh, no. Christina Ricci? No, Louis Guzman. Oh, no. I know Christina Ricci's going to be in it, too. Is she? I think is, so. Is she going to play Wednesday again? Morticia. Oh, yeah. Her and Morticia would be oh. great. Yes. Great. So the director's name is David Zucker. But yeah, Lou Guzman's playing the uncle. Oh, that's kind of that's great. So we're gonna uh, where's oh yeah, the yeah. end's right there. Yeah, we're oh, gonna okay. start at the beginning again. We'll start you off. Uh, airplane, Police Squad, the TV series. Uh, top Secret. Uh, Ruthless People. Our Plant uh, Planet Tonight. Pl- uh, the Naked Gun, the first one. Naked Gun, the second. Well, uh, two and a half. Yeah. Uh, for goodness sake. Basketball, which is a great movie. Yes. We should do that one day. We should. That's we great. should do yeah. that. We did South Park. Right. I haven't seen basketball in a hot minute. I haven't seen basketball in a hot it's oh I was gonna say it's part is it part of the ninety nine club? It's not part of it's the not part, part of it's it. not I wonder when though. Yeah. Like could it be on the cusp? Could it be like December? Oh, that'd be close. Wouldn't it, that be close? It would be close. Because we talked about the ninety nine club. There's good yeah, movies in ninety nine. Good movies. HUD, the T V movie. Uh Boss's Daughter. Scary movie three. Scary movie four. American Carol. Scary Movie 5. We can see that the scary movies kind of went down on quality, but we can yeah. see what they were trying to go with. Yep. When's the first time you saw this movie? It was on TV. It must have been, it it must have been on TV, on TV. too. And then, of course, like over the years, like... It was blasted It was on TV. more and more. I think I've... Comedy Central At one place. point, I probably owned all of them. At one point. Really? But, like, now I... I, I swear, I this one and the third one were boosted yeah. through the roof on TV. Always. Yeah. Oh, it, it seems like... 
it's almost like they choose because like if you look at lethal weapon i remember seeing either two or three the most yes you know I what don't, i mean i don't remember seeing one like one i watched one but i think i watched two or three first and then realized that there there's was more. one that's right it's almost like they do that all the time where they play it could like, be the music rights so the music rights for one movie might be different from the music rights to another oh, movie oh didn't even think of that so they could have certain songs that they the TV is just too yeah. expensive to put on TV so they go to the sequel a little bit cheaper little different bit cheaper. music rights right so here's our next uh, segment top 10 scenes scene number 10 we cut to Jane standing at a window looking all sad on a rainy day She's looking at over at a picture of Frank and the Queen from the first movie. So it's kind of a nod to that first yeah. movie, just a little bit. Jane is talking with a doctor who was introduced to her in the first scene. They have a play on words about Frank, and she actually forgets his name. And they talk about the White House dinner briefly. The janitor finds a bomb, and he brings it downstairs. And as they talk about the bomb, having a nice clock, the bomb goes off because the guy adjusts the timer. Come on. <laughs> You just, but it's a nice clock. It's a nice clock. <laughs> it's a nice clock. Yeah, that's right. Uh, scene number nine. <laughs> I do, I, I do love that little thing because it's always like, you see that in some movies where, they set a timer, and, they think it's gonna go off later, but then all of a sudden it goes. Wait a minute, is it daylight savings time? And then all of a sudden it, like, it goes, goes off. off. Yeah. Scene number nine. Frank Ed Norberg all go over the scene of the crime. Ed tries to tell Frank uh, down, but Frank insists on talking up to the witnesses. One of the witnesses ends up being Jane. Frank and Jake, uh, Jane, <clears throat> Frank and Jane had to call off their wedding briefly. Jane gives some sketch artists the details, and we see the photos, but they look they're all of Jane in sexual <laughs> positions, and they're so over the top. I wonder if Superbad took that gag. I'm thinking they did. I'm thinking they did because that that one was the funniest. That was so good. And then you and see Superbag super, years yes, later. Years later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jane, yeah, where are we at? Oh, Jane walks through uh, Frank, uh, walks Frank through the uh, exper- everything that's going on and the experiments that goes on there. Frank introduces Jane to her new lover. Uh, and right out of the gate, Frank makes a dick joke, but in such a serious tone. <laughs> Frank is at a bar, and he orders a drink, and then Jane sends him another drink. And the drink is what? The fruitiest freaking thing. Yes. I, like, it, it must be the, the top. top. It's yeah. taller than his face, and it has frivolous shit everywhere. Like, everything you could garnish a drink with is in it. Yeah. Like, everything. It looks like the drink has, like, coral coming and out he's of almost, it. And he's looking at it, like, almost like, how do I... Like, do does he eat it? Is it a dessert or does he drink it? <laughs> Jane tells Frank that she's uh, that he sent uh, Frank's letters. Jane sent Frank letters, but he burned them all. Even the seventy five thousand dollars she sent. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, even shit like that. Like, yeah, just I sent you letters all the time. And what about your grandfather's seventy five thousand? What? What? Yeah. See number eight. We have all the guys work for Big Energy sitting at a meeting to stop the president's new mission. Jane's new boyfriend has a decoy in place to help her uh, plan all of his work. It is kind of like their first movie in a sense. We see all the stakes being raised, and at some point we know that Big Energy will do anything to stop the president. 
from making an environmental choice. I do love how most of the most of the bad guys and a lot of the movies back in like the eighties, nineties were all big energy. Yeah. Like it's some owner of some corporation. Yeah. That oh the president's gonna cut down on this or so cut down on in that. In the first movie it was the Middle East. Right. In this it's big energy. Come on. There's yeah. some sort of political thing going on. Scene number seven, uh, Frank and Ed are going through some of the evidence at the police station. They talk about boxing. They talk about boxers like uh, with state states' names. That's just Louisiana. No, Mississippi was good. No. Mississippi was good. They figure out that a guy left his wallet, and there Frank heads down to the red light district to figure out who knows what about this guy. Before Frank goes down there, though, Frank asks the room what happens in the red light district, and Ed says sex, and Frank goes, not right now. <laughs> I just, I had to, I had to do that, right? Not right now. Yeah, yeah. Frank Norberg and Ed all walk into a sex store to figure out uh, what, who knows what. Norberg is under a van, but they are tracking, uh, Norberg gets caught, and they're tracking Norberg as he's getting driven away. Norberg goes flying under a bus, and the bus is heading to Detroit. So they're still <laughs> and tracking him. And he gets stuck under the, the bus, bus, and he yeah. just keeps on going. Yep. Uh, scene number six, the dinner gets started as Frank enters and makes a political joke already. Frank goes to the party, uh, and him and Jane dance as they dance over the top, and it's hilarious. They continue to dance it up as Frank was right. Quentin invites uh, Frank over to his table at the gathering uh, after seeing him dance with Jane. He kisses Frank. Frank makes a good joke about gambling every time he orders out. I thought that was great. <laughs> they offer a prize to the Gilligan's Islands. Yes. Come which on. Was hilarious. I'm glad I could get that joke. Frank and the eco friendly scientists are now driving around in the wheelchair as. He's gone nuts, and the wheelchair just flies Flies out the window. Scene number five, Frank goes to Jane's apartment to apologize, and she gets stuck in her fridge. She's going into the fridge to grab something, and then she just keeps going and going. She makes her protein protein shake with fruit and sausage. Yes. (laughs) Come on. It's so gross. Yeah. She takes out shoes, and as she's going to the shower, the shoes make her look two feet taller. <laughs> Come on. Don't do that. Frank is on the phone with Ed, and someone sneaks into the house. Jane hops in the shower as someone sneaks into the house and try to tries to kill her for what she knows. Now, the other thing that some people don't, like, get, right? When someone flies out of a window, someone gets thrown under a bus and stuff you can tell it's a dummy yeah it's purposely done it's a dummy and that's what i've had to like explain to like even my sisters really right because i'd be watching a stupid comedy movie yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like you can clearly see that's a dummy it's the point yeah that's the whole point the whole point is it's just a gag that's what it is everyone knows that they're not going to put the actors in harm but i do so I, I love seeing like this lifeless like dummy though getting like tossed so out. So sometimes the window. they'll fill they'll do a gelatin dummy so it has a realistic yep. fall and sometimes they'll do hay. Yes. So you can see the difference. You can see the difference. Some of it's a little bit more bulky. Yeah. So it's to me it's just funny. It just adds that extra humor. That's right. Because it's like, yeah, I know it's fake, 
but seeing that it is fake is even just better. That's right. Scene number four, Jane begins to sing in the sh- – this is, this is a great scene. Jane begins to sing in the shower, and, and <laughs> he just gagged, by the way. Yeah. This killer begins to sing in the shower with, with her. her. He's not in the shower, but he's in the shower, the bathroom with her. This killer even begins to cry while singing with Jane. Right. The killer goes in for a solo. It's just <laughs> hilarious. Frank jumps in to save her. The killer uses a toothbrush to try to kill Frank. <laughs> he uses a hairdryer. The back and forth in this scene it's is just so hilarious. Uh, Frank and Jane go into uh, Jane into a silly ghost-like scene where there's clay everywhere. It starts off like kind of serious, like, oh, they're going to make love and have clay. And then the pedal thing is just on. Yeah. And it's, and just, it's just spreading clay everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> I I wonder if that's just a metaphor. Yeah. Like just yep. how messy. For clay going everywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Frank and Jane have yet another sex montage. This time it's even more over the top than the yes. last one we saw in the first movie. We see Ed and Frank at the docks again, and Frank tries to put on a wetsuit. Frank jumps off the boat but lands on the dock. That's just funny. We see a video about the oil tanker training. It's still so funny. We see random commercials for oil and nuclear power, and each of these commercials are great. Uh, Frank tries to sneak into this place but grabs one of the guard dogs instead, and now he's being chased by a dog. He puts a rope over the building to kind of do a Batman move and climb up the building, but he pulls the dog up to the roof. So when he gets to the roof, him and the dog are on the roof. It's, it's so funny. It's so good. You know that my I've never seen a commercial for nuclear power. Have you? Have you ever seen one in no. all your years? No. I have never. No. Not even for big oil. I've seen it for big oil spills. Right, but never for like an actual oil company. Uh, well, like they, no, but I mean like oh, buy all of our products, buy our gasoline, buy this. But no, like no, no, I haven't oil seen changes I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene number two, Frank manages to get into place and gives the signal, but the police are caught. Quentin, uh, yeah, they're caught or they're stuck in a spot. Quentin shows his evil plan to Frank, but Frank is tied up just like the doctor. Now Frank is trying to escape while one of the guards is listening to music while Frank is... While he's doing that, he's managed to he manages to hit the doctor in the head with random things. What? It's a bowling ball. It's a pan. It's oil. It's feathers. Like it's six or seven things back to back. The police the police arrive, and Ed tries to beat someone up, but he gets beaten down. Yes. That's just <laughs> like so they good. they take the expectations and they're like, okay, I'm gonna beat you up, and they reverse it so quickly. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Scene number one, we now cut to the conference. Frank and Ed and his crew arrive at this place while Jane waits for him in the back. Jane goes outside, and she tries to tell tell Quentin that she was getting some fresh air, but she smells fish. (laughs) I can't. I can't with this. Frank has a great idea, and he looks at the band. Now Frank, Norberg, and Ed are all in the band playing as they enter the audience. They enter from the audience, whatever. Everyone believes they're a band, and they play really well. Yes. This has to be a great scene. These kinds of musical numbers, I thought we need more of. An old lady throws Nordberg her keys. Yeah. 
It's really good. So out of all those scenes, which one was your favorite? Out of all those scenes, it, it has to be the bathroom scene. You know, yeah. like she's singing. Oh, God. And then all of a sudden, like. He's, it's like opera. He's like getting into it. So he's just like. Starts singing. It's. And then the band, the thing back and forth with him and Leslie was great. I like the last scene we talked about, number one, because they, they pull like some Looney Tunes shit. Yeah. They're like, oh, look, a band. But they didn't realize it's a mariachi band. <laughs> and so now they're on stage and they're all playing perfect, yes. synchronized mariachi music. Perfect. And it's just hilarious because they're not expecting them to do that. <laughs> so here's some questions we had while watching it. How big is that goddamn lobster? It's huge. Like, so she said. Yeah. <laughs> it's so big. Is Frank driving the police car in the opening scenes? I want to say he is. I want to say that's the or whole... Who, or is that the whole thing? I want to say that's the whole thing. Yeah. The whole the whole beginning scene sets like his life through the movie. Because they, they do it the first two movies so far. Right. Yeah. Why isn't anybody else from the police squad at this dinner? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it? Yeah, why isn't anyone? Yeah. Who takes selfies at a bomb site? I mean, why not? No. Hey, true. look, I'm here. That's right. Click. I'm going to leave a Yelp review. <laughs> right. How many sad people are in this bar? <laughs> like, like, you're going through the so whole bar. Many. It's a sad bar. They're all just lonely. What kind of a drink is that? What would you call that? A whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, would, how drunk would it get you? Well, here's the thing. Like, what if, what if there's, like, very little alcohol well, It's that? all fruit juice. Because it's all fruit juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is Frank talking Ed out of his own marriage? Yes. Yes, like it's it. so great. Uh, where did the third hand come from? And who the <laughs> hell is uh, the D83 suck machine? What the hell is the D83 suck machine? I don't know. Should, yeah. should we order? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to have that on my history. Oh, God. How many shots go off? Yeah. Yeah. How many flowers does he buy for Jane? A lot. <laughs> A lot. Tons. Yeah. How many pets does she have? <laughs> yeah. That's so fucking so ridiculous. How does Frank not notice Jane is wearing all these heels the entire time? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> how do you clean up all that clay? It makes a mess. Yeah, that's like, a lot of clay. I wouldn't want to clean it up. No. If it's on basic cable, is it worth a watch? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm definitely watching As it. long as they don't cut out the gags. And, and the thing is, like... Or too many commercials. This is what I find hard about movies like this. I can't just turn these on and just do something else. I end up sitting yeah, down and watching, watching it. Them. Yeah. But you, with these, you can just turn it on wherever and just pick it up and watch Which, it. That's right. And be fine with it. Which service do you think it would be on? Amazon, uh, Amazon, HBO, Peacock, Paramount, H- uh, Paramount. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Favorite part? Oh God! See, it's it's still it's like the first one. Leslie and his just his little quirks because he his facial expressions get me. Like even sometimes before he says some sort of gag thing, just how serious his face is, and you know it's gonna be funny. See, I like. Again, I like that part, but I like how he's getting the crew more involved in this one. Yes. Like, he's getting Ed and Nordberg in on the schemes and shit, and it's a lot more funnier this yes. time around because he has to pull them into silly situations. <laughs> That's what I thought was my yeah, favorite. Yeah, because he, he's, in this one, he's not the only one, like, getting into trouble. That's right. He's it's the whole group. Everybody. Yeah, that's right. Something you didn't like. 
Again, I think this one was too short. Like, it could have been longer. Like, I, I, I didn't like the bad guy this time around. I didn't like the bad guy, too. But it could have been a little longer. It just longer. seems like when it starts to get really, really good, good, that's when just, you want it's more. Like, yeah. End. Or, or is that the whole thing? That's right. The whole thing is, listen, like, we're going to leave you wanting more. So now you will see the next one. That's right. Would you pay uh, $30 or $40 to watch it once? Uh, I think I would. I th- be- That's a tough one. It's it's one of those, like, so if it's would, on- I, would I go to theater and see it? No, but if or- it's on Premiere Access, are you going out of your way? That's Ooh. the kicker. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. If it was a premiere access thing, no. No. If I was going to go out. To a theater, maybe? To a theater and see it? Yes. I would rather see it in a theater. But sitting at home and watching it for a premiere, I'd rather just wait for it to come out. Yeah. So, on these kind of comedies, we're not going to do our oh shit moments. We're going to do our funniest gags. Right. Because the comedy movies, that's what it is. The gags are... The, the gags are the, the old jokes. shit moments. That's right. They're, they're, that's what it is. The running jokes are uh, are just as good as Frank looking at Jane and he's looking at his mother. Yes. Yeah. I haven't had this much sex since I was a Boy Scout leader. Which is hilarious. hilarious. Oh my I was God. dying. I was dying. <laughs> the car filling with cement. Yeah. The woman uh, showering in the police station. Mm-hmm. My wife is a transsexual Satan worshiper. <laughs> Say that five times fast. All the movie references without ba- without uh, banking the naming the movie, which is hilarious. Sixty nineing the doctor in the wheelchair as the wheelchair Richard. is just going yes. nuts through the dinner, which is hilarious. The killer filling with water. Yep. Uh, Frank and the first lady, <laughs> lady jokes. The political. I like the political jokes. The, the political jokes, jokes are, are really good. Yes. Yeah. Who has the best performance again? Leslie. He kills it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's over the top. Who has? Who's the second best? We talked about it in the first one, how it being OJ and Priscilla. But I'm just asking, is there anyone different this time around? Ed. Ed. Yeah. Ed. It's a little bit funny. Ed's a little bit funny because there's, it's almost like because there's more of him. That's right. So they I, wanted to expand the characters yeah. a little bit more, which so makes sense. I'd give it to Ed. Me too. Yeah. Here's the ending. We are now at the speech of the night, and the uh, the fake doctor ends up on a lady's lap. The cop goes after the fake doctor. The real doctor goes up to make the speech. Frank guy, Frank has no idea it's the real doctor, and it was already it, everything was already in place. So that's when the comedy kind of goes in. Frank does what he normally go does and ends up making a total fool out of himself by pulling the doctor's pants down and scrubbing off the birthmark. Quinn takes Jane last minute, but the story, uh, but the floor is freshly mopped. Yes. Fred, uh, Frank, Ed, and Norberg all pull a slip and slide motion as they miss the <laughs> elevator, which is just hilarious. They all get to the roof and. There's a shootout taking place. Norberg covers Frank as Frank gets Quentin. Frank goes from half-dead guy to half-dead guy trying to get answers. Quentin has the whole building connected to a thermal bombs. Norberg comes in last minute to save Frank but winds up hitting the wall. Quentin falls from the roof and is eaten by, by a lion. lion. Yes. 
Frank and Jane only have a few minutes left before this bomb goes off. Frank accidentally hits a button and moves the bomb timing up faster. Norberg and Ed try to get everyone out, uh, claiming that everyone is by telling everyone they're going into chaos. Frank trips over the bomb wire, saves everyone by disconnecting the bomb last minute. Frank turns down his dream job for Jane. In the, yes, Frank. Uh, Frank goes to kiss Jane, but it's the first lady. Yes. So even ending it, it's even amazing. ending it. That's on, right. On a little gag, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> reboots and remakes. Now we talked about actors last time around. TV or movie? What would you want? Do you want a whole I, comic series I or just another two hours? I would love a whole series. Me too. I, I think that would be better. A whole series. So, yeah. So again, let's let's do this. Gary Oldman. Oh. Gary Oldman. Eight part series. Oh, I'm in. You, you know what I mean? That because like it's not too the little. naked old man. Yeah. Oh my god! Million dollar idea. Million dollar idea. Yep. But you know what I mean? Eight's a good good it's number, number where it's like it's not too short, not too no. long. And if they want more, they'll make another season. You make another season. But, yeah. But you could you could, could be, easily do it. That would be a killer series. It I would. would watch the shit out of that. I would too. And, you don't you don't have to necessarily make it an hour. You can make it forty minutes, thirty minutes, or even thirty minutes, and it'll be you, fine. You do great as long as it's still really funny yeah. from beginning to end. And I wouldn't mind like every episode just leaving you hanging with a gag. That's just right, like a stupid. You do an gag. Opening, you do an opening gag, and then you do a closing gag. Right, everything in the middle. Could you imagine like every time it starts, it's always the car driving through shit? Oh my god! Like, that'd be every every single episode, and then there's news the next episode. The right. car went through this or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would, I'd be okay. With yeah. That. Sequel? Yes, no. Well, yeah. Th- there is one more. There is one more. Do you think I, they should have made more after that? I honestly, I wish they. I wish couple they more. Did. Couple more. You could have because even. But at what point does it? become too many sequels and too bad do you think a trilogy is a nice way to uh, end the movies trilogy is a nice way i yeah. i get the trilogy thing but my thing is as long as you as long as you don't change anything okay if you have the same actors the same director yeah and it's it's working it's technically the same movie you know what i mean yeah it's they're not remaking something they're not they're, changing the wheel or right. anything I think that's fine. Yeah. Right? You could probably get away with six. You could. You could probably get away with six. As long as they're good. As long as they're good. That's, like, me and you have talked about this. That's where, like, the Scary Movie franchise failed. Because when the Waynes Brothers owned it... They only did two. They did two, and those were fantastic. They're the funniest ones. Right. After that, they switched... Of course, to this director, and not I'm not knocking him. No, I mean, no, no. He, it was the Weinstein's, right? That did you, you know, know what I mean? Thing. Yeah. yeah. But when you change the director, you kept some of the actors, not all, just a couple, yeah. and you're you're pushing it too hard. Yeah, you're the, pushing chem- the chemistry isn't there. You're right, it's yeah. not there. Where all of these guys had chemistry, they worked on the police squad they, first, right. so they had a couple so, banter back and forth. Like, you could, like I said, you could have gotten away with like six movies and would have been fine. Yeah, Wesley would have probably been okay with it. Honestly, yeah, he probably would have been okay. Oh, okay, sign me up for it. Do you think know. they still would have made it with OJ after everything we know? That's a good question. I think they would have. No, I don't think so. Listen, 
I think they would have. I think they would have made fun of it. Well, I think they would have had him back. Yeah. And it would have been a joke. I think so, too. Like, okay, yeah. Even if they didn't use him, it would have been a joke. It would have been like a big joke. Norberg's on the run. Yes. Like, you see his wanted posters. Yeah. Or something around, and Leslie always making jokes to it. Yeah. Oh, I always thought he was a good kid or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it would have been funny if he just, like, showed up and you saw him trying to pair gloves. Okay, here's... Like, you saw him, like, try to put on gloves gloves. and it wouldn't fit. Okay, so they remake it. We got Gary Oldman as Leslie Nielsen's character. Who's Nordberg? Who's... Oh, my God. God. Who's going to play well off of Gary Oldman? That's funny. That's funny, but can't be like way over the top. No, but African-American as well. Kevin Hart, maybe? See, I was going to say Kevin, but I think Kevin's too over the top. Yeah. Because Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart in almost every one of his movies. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm trying to think of someone to that extent, Like, though. it would have to be someone... Idris Alba? <laughs> yeah he could do funny jordan peele yes jordan peele yeah jordan peele or kiko mike and key right either one, one of those two guys. yeah with gary holman as oh my god million dollar idea million dollar we got this would be hilarious who would you get to play ed Oh, that's a good would one. you do like another older guy yeah because we'd have to be almost the same age right? yeah yeah another older guy like an older funny no, it doesn't have to doesn't have to necessarily be funny. Michael Caine. Michael Caine would be good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. So I'd be down for a movie like that. Yeah. I, or or a show like that. That's right. That's great. I'd be so down. And could you imagine if like, let's say, K is in it. Yeah. But Jordan's writing it. Okay, there we go. You know what I mean? Like, because it, Jordan could write it, this. It would be hilarious. And it would be hilarious. hilarious. Yes. I like it. So that's all we got for the Naked Gun Part 2. Yeah, so if you like what you hear, follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds, on Instagram at Minds Captivated, and please email us, CaptivatedMinds2 at gmail.com. All of our stuff is listed in the show notes, even our Instagrams. If you also listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to turn on the notifications so you get up to date on our new episodes. And if you like us, please let us know with a review. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Yes, so please. Thank you. Thank you.